morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Wednesday, Tuesday. What today's today's day? I think it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope everyone's getting all the August is ending nicely for people. School starting, at least in my part of the world. Summer's ending. New Year's beginning. A lot going on. It's an honor to be together. Yesterday we started, we continued the conversation on mastery. What's in your circle? It's a really, it's a difficult question. It sounds simple, but it's not. If you do the work properly, it's really hard. We spoke with this six months ago about the advice that my rabbi from Israel gave me about being um, very analytical with your own thoughts, never taking a thought of yours um, for granted. Why do we think this for? Trying to split the hairs of your own thinking as a way to get underneath things that were given to you or negative traits that are hidden within you and becoming the person you want to be. This is, this is the exercise. What's in the circle? Because there are things that are in the circle that are causing us to block the things that we want. There are things that are in the circle that are causing us to block those parts of our lives that we so desperately want right attention is blocking connection right so if i am looking for attention it becomes hard for me to deeply connect to you and when i seek attention in relationships in life in things if i seek people around me to consistently give me the attention that i think i need that need that so to speak thing that's in my circle is blocking me from enabling me to actually have a real relationship with somebody because a real relationship requires authenticity and it it needs them to know the real me When I walk around and pretend I'm someone that I'm not, the person across from me doesn't even know who I really deep down am. So this exercise, what are the things that I want to be this year? What are the values that are in my circle of mastery? The more we delve into them, the more we are aware of What are my priorities and what are the things that I have put in my life or has been put in my life for me that really are either taking up my time and resources or they're being like, they're the toothpaste before the orange juice. They're they're not enabling me to have a taste of truth, to have a taste of depth, right? There are people that are in these relationships that are based on how each other look to others. There there are people, many of them, that are in a relationship with another human being because the other human being looks good in the eyes of others and they walk around and feel good about themselves, that they have this person who is attractive to the world. There are people in relationships for exotelic reasons, lust, status, wealth. honor because that's what they that's their value 
indulgence is their number one value. And so this is great. I'm connected to an individual who could enable me to indulge. That's blocking love. It's blocking it. It's not just taking up the time. It's blocking it. The person in front of you is not an object that you can indulge in. It's a human being that you can connect to. It's a soul. There are people who believe that their own reputation is based on the success of their children. They're pushing their kids to become something, not because it's good for them at the time, because it's good for the person pushing, because it's good for the parent. I spoke to one kid today, uh, today, a while ago. It's actually a dad, just trying to bring the memory back. Great guy, superstar totally in tune he said he's got a kid who's a great athlete but he doesn't like sports because he pushed him a little bit too hard when he was young he at least the dad's aware that when you drive the kids towards something after a while for for reasons outside even the kid i think in this case the dad did it because he loves sports and he wants his kids to love what he loves so i'm just using this particular dad, I think, is totally fine. But you see this all the time. In every aspect of life, there are kids sitting in Ivy League schools right now, miserable. Miserable. Because how could you not go to an Ivy League school? There are kids sitting in religious institutions right now, miserable. Because the value that I feel is a certain level of attention, of respect, of honor. And so it's blocking my relationship with my child. Because in my circle, honor, in my circle, attention, in my circle, uh, significance to others is higher than, believe it or not, my relationship with my kid. Now, nobody thinks like this. Unless you're like a real, I don't know, like, like a psycho. Who, who thinks? Who like what normal person would say that my attention is more valuable to me than my relationship with my child? But that doesn't matter. If your values, if what's in the circle of mastery is communal respect, if it's accumulation of something, even if it's just making yourself feel that you are, uh, you have a great career. There are people that are working in careers that are not accumulating wealth. They're accumulating honor in other ways. Some people are doing it because they think they're changing the world. They think that the changing of the world is what it is. Whatever it is. You can literally be blocking the relationship and that could be the most important thing in your life. And you can say it 10 times out of 10, but you don't really mean it because you don't know you don't mean it. Because subconsciously, there are other values and priorities that are taking precedent that we don't even realize is driving us. We don't even realize why 
We're checking our phones on a Sunday when we're around the family. Why am I doing that for? We don't even, it's unconscious. It's not because I'm addicted. It's because there's something about this game that I'm in. There's something about this race that I've been placed into that I want to win at. And so I'm willing to do things. I'm not trying to get in the way of what, of realness in life. I'm not trying to block a relationship between a spouse or a child or a family member. I'm not trying to have deep, deep, deeper purpose and meaning. I'm just so used to this other stuff. I'm so used to always feeling like I am right. I'm so used to just indulging whatever I want, whenever I want. And I've had it for so many years. I can do whatever I want. I'm so used to being the center of my world. I'm not trying. I just don't know anything else. I'm neuroplastically connected to me being in the middle of everything. I don't even realize it is distancing people from me. I was reading this great uh, book. It's a Jewish book. I've quoted it before here. It's called Biyam Darkecha. It's the works of, um, of Rabbi, and his own name, Rabbi Ray Morgenstern. So deep, so insightful. He speaks about how many times the thoughts that you have on something is what makes the impact on your soul. And when you are engaged in things too physically, in this case, there's a whole section on eating. Eating is a deep thing. I didn't even know. I had no idea how deep eating really is. We can talk about that maybe another time. The more you engage in physical properties of something, the more you just don't have the spiritual sensitivities. So you just don't get the pleasure spiritually. It's not because you can't connect in a real pleasurable way. It's because you're, it's dulled. There are things in our lives that are right before us that we could have that would give our lives incredible purpose and meaning. It's just that when we engage in it, it's dull. Not because it's supposed to be. It's because the stuff around us, the other parts that are in our circle is dulling our sensitivity to those things that are the most important things in our lives. It is shocking how close we are to having the life that we deep down want. We just can't see it because we don't have a time. We don't have the time to ask ourselves what's in our circle of mastery this year. And to really ask ourselves that question, not just to write a couple of words in a circle. We're not playing around. You're not sitting and listening to this because you want to play around. If you want to play around, we can do it in a couple of minutes. You're not doing this every day because you're playing around. When you look at that circle, you have to ask yourself, if it's not in the circle, that means if I don't get it this year, I'm okay. If it's not in the circle, you're saying, if I'm spending too much time on it, it, I, it feels that way. What's in the circle? is 
the, the core of what's in your life. And we don't spend enough time on that. So if you don't have the ability to spend the time to put in the right address, you just start flying the plane. You don't even know where the coordinates that you're going to. Yeah, it's not going to really matter if you're a couple of degrees north or south or east or west. That's why we end up in the wrong locations all the time. And we flew a plane. We worked hard. We don't know why we're not more successful or, or, or why we're not more, more satisfied with our success. We don't know why we're not more satisfied with our life. It's because we're not discriminatory. And, oh, I don't know if that's the right word. We don't, we're not deliberate with where we're going enough. So the first aspect of what, what's inside us is, is this need for mastery, which we're, we're all already engaged in, which we can always change. I was talking to somebody yesterday about this. They're trying to do something new and hard. And I was trying, and I'm trying to explain to them that they have no desire for it right now because they're not in the game. Once you get in the game of something, the desire comes. You get in the game, you start to get, you start to have desire for something. When you start putting things in your circle, you'll see. You'll start to develop a desire for the thing that you want. You'll be in control of your life. But there's another part of us that's really connected very much. And we were talking about it already, so it's going to sound totally like we've done this. But I just want to sort of round out this theory. So there's three psychological nutrients that we need. Desi Ryan, self-determination theory, right? The first one or one of them is mastery. The feeling like you're growing and you're making you know, strides in the right direction. The second one is what's called connectedness. Connectedness means is you are connected to other. So if what you're doing has no relationship to anybody else, really, it really doesn't satisfy your deep psychological needs. Now, you could do things alone. But if your life is for yourself... It, I guess, gets put into the category, if you will, of surface level pleasure. And it doesn't move into an emotional, psychological, and even spiritual space. So you don't really feel any deep satisfaction for it. Because in order for there to be deep satisfaction, there needs to be some level of connectedness. You're doing it with somebody. You're doing it for somebody. You're doing it with them in mind. There's big advice when it comes to asking for raises. Most people have a very hard time asking for a raise. Makes sense. You got to go in and take something out of someone else's pocket. Unless, you know, very few people actually enjoy that. Very few. So the way the, um, the experts give advice on how to ask for a raise is that don't go in there and ask for a raise for yourself. Go think of the people that are going to benefit from the extra cash. Now, if it's nobody, then it's nobody. But like, think whether you're giving charity or you're supporting family. And think of the beneficiaries. And then go and ask. And when you'll do that, you'll see it's a different ask. 
because activities that include other people give us a different level of strength, give the activity a different level of purpose. So if I have to ask for myself, I don't have that inner strength as much. Unless I'm super dominant and, you know, fine. For people that are like, what's the big deal? I always ask for raises. Forget it. Great. But for most people, but when you think of somebody else, when you have them at, at the forefront, you get a, a, a different energy boost. When you look in your circle of mastery, you can tell if your goals, your, your values, or the values that are going to give you tremendous satisfaction is if the values are not based on just your own success. They're connected to somebody else. They're for somebody else. They're with somebody else. Because if you have a value that you're working on that's getting you towards mastery, and that value is providing benefit for something beyond yourself, you are now, if you will, stacking the deck so that your soul and that your emotions and that everything that you've already, that you have built into you is lined up so that you're, you're already invested in this thing. Now, like I said earlier, most likely you're somewhere in this game. You're just living in the world of good. And now you got to like clean out the stuff getting in your way and put in you know, a clear connection to somebody else and start moving towards great. Most likely when you look at our lives and we make the circle in the circle of mastery are the things that we are already doing. And the reason why we're only good at it and not great at it is because in that circle is other stuff that's either dulling our taste or blocking our time. And unless we move that outside the circle, the stuff that's in there that we're doing well can't grow to be doing great. But if, if you're doing things already and you're able to discern what should stay in that circle and what should leave the circle, and you're able to connect what you're doing to benefit other people or to do it with other people, now you're able to take the things that are good in your life and line them up so that they are being supercharged so that they can be great in your life. You're like attaching boosters underneath it so they can fly out of the atmosphere because there's gravity pulling it down and there's gravity in who we are. There's gravity called I'm exhausted. There's gravity called I'm too tired. There's gravity called I've already done this before. I'm, I have fear or I, I, I'm insecure. Life, growth has gravity pulling it down. And if you want to get past the gravity, the gravitational pull, you got to make sure you're attaching boosters. You need thrusters to get you out of the environment. You can do it. You're already doing it. You're going to change yourself. You don't, we don't have to change our lives. We just got to adjust what we're doing so that we're better. We got to clean the stuff that's getting in the way that is self-focused and selfish. We got to just be mindful of these hidden blocks that are getting in front of the, the, the real me, the me that I want to be, the way that I want to act, the way that I want to do things in life. Not because it's about me, 
I'm on mission in my life. I feel I want I want to tap into my soul. I have I have I have great things that God gave me. I told you guys about this. The, the personality just uh, we gotta go. It's nine twenty already. Okay, we'll do this tomorrow with God's help. All right, everybody. Start thinking about this. I am. Guard the circle. Guard the circle. This little toy I bought for like I don't know how much money at Great Adventure last week, and it already broke. Did you love when that happens? The head popped off. We should talk about Great Adventure, by the way. I learned some major lessons there, there last week. Okay, not for now. All right, everybody, have an amazing day. With God's help, I cannot wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day.